0: If you didn't know, now you know a friend and I are hosting Bible studies every other Thursday night starting February the 9th from 7 to 8.30 p.m. If you are interested, if you want to be a part of a community of sisters in Christ growing in the word of God, join us as we unlock everything God has for us. If you are curious or God is calling you to deepen into your word, reach out to me through email or through social media and I will respond as soon as possible. Details are in the description of each podcast episode. Let's all learn and grow in the word together as a sisterhood. Welcome back to Perfectly Imperfect with Janae. What's up? What's good? I hope that y'all's Monday went really well. It's the start of the week and I feel like how you start the week is how you gonna maintain that rhythm and end your week. So I hope that your week started on a great note. In this episode I want to get into just our body, more specifically what we put inside our body and how that ties to our mood or to even depression. When I first was renewed in God when God first came into my life. If you didn't hear it in my Jesus Heals video, he freed me from my mind and freed me from the blockage and bondage that the enemy had on my life, but it was up to me to decide to put habits in my life that would stop me from going back to that dark place that I was in. And one of those habits was changing my diet. I didn't realize how important my diet was and how important of a role it played in my mood or if I would be depressed or if I would be happy, but it played a huge, huge role and I wound up becoming a pescatarian. So I've been a full on pescatarian for about two years now. And I didn't choose to be pescatarian because a lot of people are like, how did you do that? And what made you go pescatarian? It was more of like a God led thing. When I first came to God a few months later, maybe like six months later, I lost my appetite for meat in general. I would eat meat and I would feel disgusted. I just wouldn't have an appetite for it. And eventually I was just like, okay, why am I steadily trying to eat something that my body obviously doesn't want me to have? And my mom had been pescatarian for years and years due to high blood pressure and high cholesterol. And she went pescatarian for that. So I was kind of already exposed to it. And I just went all in. I'm like, I may as well try it out. And it not only helped my mood and helped heal my depression, but it also taught me a lot about consistency and discipline and being creative in the kitchen. Because when you change your diet, you're more nine times out of 10 likely to have to be in the kitchen and cook your own food. It's easy to go buy fast food And to go buy a 10-piece chicken wings or a double cheeseburger and some fries. But it's not (laughs) as easy to go out and buy a nice, healthy grilled chicken with steamed vegetables and a sweet potato. Like, you really have to search for that. And it's going to be hella expensive. So, it taught me to get in the kitchen and really pay attention to what you are putting inside of your body. Just because someone gives you something and it tastes good does not mean that it is good for you. What we are consuming is so, so important, especially when we're on this walk with God because we want to be as pure as we can so that we're able to hear him clearly and obey him clearly. And if you're digesting things that aren't good for you, then it's going to disrupt your whole entire life everything starts from the inside and works its way out and that goes for everything even if you are trying to manifest something in the physical world it's going to start in the spiritual world it's going to start with god preparing you prepping you doing the things he needs to do inside of you so that you are ready for what he's going to bring on the outside of you so that you are ready for what's about to take place in your environment so the same thing goes for your food what you are putting inside your body is going to reflect on the outside of your body whether you have irritable moods or whether you're gaining weight or whether you're having a lot of acne anything it can manifest in the physical world if you're not being intentional and knowing taking the time to know what you are putting inside your body we need food the world revolves around food if you like it or not so Are you paying attention to what you're digesting? A lot of people are like, you're here for a good time and not a long time, but don't you want to be old and looking good? That should be number one reason to pay attention to what you're eating because I don't know about y'all, but when I'm 50 years old, I want people to think I'm still 21 years old and that's going to be because I'm paying attention to what I'm eating and how I am using my body there are hormones in the things that we eat especially in meat. and if you already suffer from depression you have to be extremely aware of what hormones are going into the meats that you eat because it can either boost your energy and help you go do the things that you need to do or it can be a suppressor and lower your energy lower your moods and make you sad all of a sudden or even make your stomach hurt all of a sudden to where you don't want to move and do anything. And then now you're not able to do what God has called you to do because you're so focused on how your body feels in the moment because you're not taking care of your body. As an American society, we have been programmed to eat fatty foods. We have been programmed to eat greasy foods. We have been programmed to eat sweet foods. We have been programmed to eat Foods in huge portions and that is not healthy for us as human beings. When you go to other countries, when you go to Italy, when you go to Spain, you go to all these different countries, you notice that they give foods in smaller portions and they're not super drenched in different sauces and seasonings and all those things. And the people there are healthier. The people there are slimmer. The people there are more happier and they're getting things done they're effective in their job role in their career in their society I believe that in the black community especially minority community we have been eating a lot of comfort foods and foods that we that we hold tightly in our hearts because of the generational slavery that we've been through because of the slavery that our ancestors been through so Think about it like you're passing down food and food and food from generations that aren't good for you. But because it's our soul, it's what bonds us together. We eat it. A lot of us live in households where that's the environment that we're in and we're not able to go buy our own food. And it's hard. It's hard to change your diet. It's hard to care about what you're eating because you're exposed to chitlins you exposed to pork you're exposed to fried chicken you're exposed to macaroni and cheese and don't y'all i love macaroni and cheese but how much macaroni and cheese am i allowing myself to eat is it making me extremely bloated afterwards to where i'm annoyed that's a generational curse that we have to try to break in our family system and if you aren't able to break that now because you are living in an environment where that is enabled what would help me in that environment especially if i'm aware that okay i need to acknowledge what i'm putting inside of my body i would just make sure i'm eating the portion size that i need to eat that my body needs to eat and you can go on google and you can search how many portions am I supposed to have for breakfast? How many portions am I supposed to have for lunch? How many portions am I supposed to have for dinner? In 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20, God says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. When I read that scripture, it just makes me think we are deemed valuable to god he sacrificed a lot for us so honoring him with our body not only looks like who we're giving ourselves to or how we're dressing but it also has to do with what we're allowing our body to digest honoring your body honoring your body is honoring what's going inside of your body you have to be balanced mind body and spirit you can't be balanced with your mind and then neglect your body you can't be balanced in having healthy thoughts and reaffirming yourself and then going to go eat a double cheeseburger with loaded fries afterwards that's not showing your body love that's not giving your body what it needs it's a hard pill to swallow because that stuff is good. I know it's good, but what's good for you isn't always good for you, if you know what I mean. The foods we eat show indication of our mental health issues that we experience as a community, as a minority community, as a black community. If you are listening and you are black, it shows why we suffer from depression. It shows why we suffer from bipolar. It shows That the foods that we are consuming plays a big role in our mental health. When I took greasy foods out my diet, when I took hot sauce out my diet, when I took over seasoning my food out my diet, when I started baking my foods instead of frying my foods, I noticed that I have a lot more energy throughout the day. I'm happier. I feel lighter. I want to do more. My mind is sound. I'm able to listen to God. There's no heavy clutter in my mind and it comes from me acknowledging. It comes from me being fully aware of what I am allowing myself to eat. It's not an easy process, but it's a process that's worth it. When you start to love your body, when you realize that God loves your body, when you realize that your body is a temple for God to be shown to the world, you will slowly and slowly start to care about what you're eating, especially if you see if you're seeing it manifest in your physical world. I have been breaking out really bad lately, and I'm like, okay, what is causing my breakouts? Because if i know it starts from the inside you can cleanse your pores and do all that but at the end of the day what you're putting in your body is going to show through your skin if you're one of those people that have really sensitive skin and i've been breaking out real bad lately and i'm like what is causing me to break out because this is not normal and i realize it's dairy the cheese that i'm eating it's not good for my body the hormones in it is They're not good for my body, so let me try to not eat as much cheese as I can. If you love burgers, if you're one of those people who eat because your emotions are feeling heavy, so you comfort eat, and you eat cheeseburgers, or you like eating fried chicken tenders, work by slowly implementing healthier options. Okay, I love cheeseburgers, let me go try a bean burger instead, and I promise you, It tastes just as good, if not even better, because a bean burger is going to have way more juices, way more seasonings from the vegetable. Just more flavorful than an actual beef burger, because beef don't taste good, chicken don't taste good, unless you season it. That's the only reason why it tastes good. If you eat it without no seasoning, you're not going to like it, and that's point blank, period. I don't got nothing else to say. (laughs) But let's get into the facts. I can talk all day about why we should care about what we eat because of our mood, because my experience, it helped me. But let's get into the facts. Research says that the stomach rules, not even research, scientists say that the stomach rules all things they say that we have a brain in our gut called the enteric nervous system which communicates back and forth from your stomach to your brain so imagine you digesting all these bad foods and hardly any nutrients and imagine what it's telling your brain imagine how it's affecting your brain how it's affecting your moods it can create all different types of mental and physical diseases 95 percent of serotonin is found in your gut and you may ask what is serotonin well serotonin is serotonin is a chemical that carries messages between nerve cells in the brain and throughout your body so serotonin plays a key role in such body functions like mood sleep digestion, digestion nausea wound healing bone health blood clotting and even your sexual desire Tie it all together for a second and take your diet, what you eat on a constant and tie that into how you feel emotionally, how you feel physically, how fast you heal from certain things, your sexual desire, how healthy your bones are. All of those things tie together with your stomach. The stomach is the most important part of your body, if it was my opinion, because if I'm bloated or if I have to take a SHIT or if I just ate something that didn't sit right with my stomach and now I'm cramping real bad or even if I'm on my period and I'm cramping real bad, that's going to affect my whole day. I'm not going to want to leave the house or do anything and I'm probably going to be irritated and annoyed if you talk to me because my stomach is hurting right now. Your stomach controls all things. I don't care. It controls your mind because even if I try to talk myself out of how much pain my stomach is in, I'm still feeling it. We have to, as people who love ourselves, have to replace bad habits with healthier ones. There's always another way. And if you are looking like, oh, I want to cook my own foods and I want to eat healthier, but I just don't know what to cook. Man, Pinterest is my best friend. Pinterest is free. You can search up different recipes. You and it'll tell you the directions and the instructions of how to cook the meals. If you are working with God to heal you from depression, if you want to heal from depression, just pay attention to what you're putting inside of your body and pay attention to if that's causing your depression to increase or decrease. And if you notice a change in your mood then take note of that okay this is linked to my mood so let me take this out and replace this with this so that i can be happier so that i can be more fulfilled in my day-to-day activities i speak about how it taught me discipline it taught me a lot of discipline because i had to be aware of what i was doing when my friends stopped at a fast food place to get a burger i had to respectfully decline Even when they were cooking their own meals at home and it was not any options for me, I had to just sit there and watch them enjoy their food, even if it smelled so good and it was bringing me back flashbacks, I still had to be disciplined enough to say no. And that shows God a lot. Like If you can be disciplined with your food, then man, you are going to be blessed in life. If you are putting your relationship with God and how much you honor your body above what you like and what's good in the moment, that shows a lot about who you are. Our brains, our brain is a very, very tricky organ and you really have to rewire your brain to receive healthy things. We really have to learn and unlearn. We really have to retrain our mind to do the things that are good for us, that are healthy for us. It's an everyday process, not on, and it's not only unlearning toxic habits when it comes to relationships, but it's unlearning toxic habits when it comes to our relationship with our food. Cooking can be an extremely therapeutic thing if you let it be, if you learn to like it, if you make it a hobby. Cooking healthy, healthy foods can be fun if you make it fun. I'd be in the kitchen putting on some music, taking my time, making sure it's savory and sweet, making sure I'm adding the just the right amount of seasoning where it's not too much, but it's just enough to make it taste good. Even when I'm baking desserts, what healthy desserts can I bake that actually taste good, that actually give me the same effect as if I was eating a brownie or some cookies? Your brain could be saying, I need more of this in my body. So it's saying you should go eat a chocolate bar because that's what you're used to. But in reality, you probably just need to eat some strawberries or a banana or a fruit bar. Even how late we're eating, how how late we're choosing to eat, I read a thing and after you eat, you're not you shouldn't take a shower and you also should wait at least an hour, an hour and a half before you lay down because your body needs to fully digest your food. So if you're eating super late in the night, your body's not fully digesting the food how it should be, and that could affect your mood the next day your gut controls everything so if you're eating bad the night before you wake up and your stomach is hurting then your mood isn't as good as you wanted it to be or you're on the toilet all day y'all get my gist y'all get how food and your mood can be closely linked to each other and if you don't get it and you're just like the two have nothing to do with each other test my words okay be a living experiment to my words and watch how your life changes and don't be hard on yourselves we're practicing grace this year showing ourselves grace not needing to get it right the first time but practicing consistency and endurance i really hope that this year you guys pay close attention to what you're eating to what you're taking into your body not just food but what you're drinking what you're smoking, and honor your bodies in a way that is lovely. Honor your bodies in a way of you seeing yourself as the queen over your life, seeing yourself as honorable, seeing yourself as a special trophy, as valuable, as a vessel. See yourselves as that. Look in the mirror and see yourselves as that. Tell yourself that these healthy foods are good for me and they they taste good as well. If people have something to say around you, if your family has something to say around you, just respond back in grace and they'll see when the years come how happier you are, how healthy you are, how close to God you are, how you're fulfilling everything in your life because of this one change that you decided to make. We doing this all 2023 and afterwards. This is Perfectly Imperfect with Janae. I hope you stay tuned for the next episode.